0: Today's scripture is from Romans 14, verses 1 through 12. Do not judge one another. Welcome those who are weak in faith, but not for the purpose of quarreling over opinions. Some believe in eating anything, while the weak eat only vegetables. Those who eat must not despise those who abstain, and those who abstain must not pass judgment on those who eat. For God has welcomed them. Who are you to pass judgment on servants of another? It is before their own Lord that they stand or fall, and they will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make them stand. Some judge one day to be better than another, while others judge all days to be alike. Let all be fully convinced in their own minds. Those who observe the day observe it in honor of the Lord. Also, those who eat, eat in honor of the Lord, since they give thanks to God, while those who abstain, abstain in honor of the Lord and give thanks to God. We do not live to ourselves, and we do not die to ourselves. If we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, We are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ died and lived again, so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. Why do you pass judgment on your brother or sister? Or you, why do you despise your brother or sister? For we all stand before the judgment seat of God, for it is written, As I live, says the Lord, Every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall give praise to God. So then, each of us will be accountable to God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Lord, this word is so needed today. And in us and move throughout the world at your power and might. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Food fight, Audrey. Did you ever have a food fight at your school? Of course. I was going to say you would have if I was there. That's all it ever took. When someone said food fight, the rolls started flying. Um, they give us these weapons. They tell us not to play with our food. Come on, it looks like a ball. Food fight. And the rolls were the first things going through the air. And then the green beans. And if it was mashed potato day, spoons became a catapult. You'd have it on your hair, all over your clothes, on the glass protectors, over salad bars or whatever where you picked up your food. Now, they don't behave that way in York. <laughs> I mean, food was everywhere. It just come dripping off the ceiling even after you were done. So it, it lingered. Now, how many of you right now are thinking like grown-ups? How childish. You are wasting food and somebody has to clean all that mess up. Childish. sure is. But don't we do the same thing today as adults? Let me tell you some of the some of the fights that I've seen in the church among grown-ups. Red. Green. You know what they were arguing over? Paramounts, color of the carpet, color of the paint on the walls. Take your pick. Alcohol, can you drink it, or do Christians abstain? Methodist history, we were part of the prohibition. Then I went to a church where they used to have Sunday school parties at a person's house because you weren't allowed to have alcohol on the church campus. Oh, that caused some problems... What about dancing? You allowed to dance in the church, Betty? Sure. (laughs) And Dave says, no. uh -uh." No Nah, see? Y'all calm down. I don't want to start anything. (laughs) What about the kind of music we listen to? I've heard preachers preach on... That evil honky-tonk music. I think it's funny. don't tell anybody I said that. I don't want to get kicked out of church. Which version of the Bible? And you know, one of the hardest things as a pastor, you have to know all 50 verses of Amazing Grace. If people don't see you actually saying the words before you say them, they judge you. You're not as faithful as the rest of us. Yeah, you got the words in the book right in front of you. Thanks a lot. What about contemporary or traditional worship? If you don't raise holy hands, if you don't stand on your feet for about 30 minutes singing praise choruses, how dare you call yourself a Christian? And if you don't say the creeds, if you don't know the Apostles' Creed by heart, well, you know how to finish that sentence, don't Whether it be in the sanctuary, coats and ties versus golf shirts, wearing makeup. Y'all look at the women in the church, see if they're wearing makeup. Boy, if they are, they need to be here and hear God's word. R rated movies. What you can and can't do on the Sabbath? Wear masks. Don't wear masks. Hold hands. Don't hold hands. Silk flowers. Real life flowers. Sissy was once across the street. Sissy's crime? Wearing pants to church. I married a brazen hussy. (laughs) Scandalous! Keep in mind, we are not talking about the essential beliefs of our faith. If you come to me and say, I don't believe Jesus is the only way to heaven, I've got a problem with that. And oh, I'm going to preach you the longest sermon you have ever heard. But let me let you in on a little secret about this food fight this early church was having. At meat that some of the Christians came from pagan temples, where it was dedicated. and Some refused to eat the meat. They said it just felt like they were doing something wrong. On the other side were Christians who understood that the meat was going to make you grow horns and become demon possessed. And so the food fight began. One side said the other side, oh, they true followers of Jesus, it got nasty. It got dirty. The other side mocked as being immature. And ignorant, both sides judged the other. The beef knew they were right righteous. Apostles, on the other hand, knew that they were right and righteous. And Paul gets called in to resolve the issue once and for all. And he says a most astonishing thing. Who's right, Paul? Us or them? It's us, isn't it, Paul? Who's right? Do we eat meat or not? Do we honor the Jewish holy days or not. Who's right, Paul? Tell us, Paul. Who's right? And Paul's answer? You both are. Oh, what a wishy-washy answer. Come on, Paul. That doesn't even make sense. We're doing opposite things. We're eating or we're not eating. How in the world... Can we both be right? It's impossible. You are both right because you are both honoring God. And so one group should not judge the other. One group eats to honor God's gift of food. Another group refuses to eat, to honor God as well. Paul reminded them that Jesus really was on both their sides. Paul reminded them that Zion eaters were both God's people. Paul knew that the longest prayer Jesus prayed in the Bible is recorded in John 17. You know what Jesus prays there? For His people. For His church to be one. United in His love. Paul reminded them that if the heart's intent, if the heart's desire is to glorify God, and to honor God, then who are we to judge another of God's servants? Paul reminded them of the second greatest commandment. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Paul reminded them of our Lord's new commandment, to love one another. I once moved to a church where on my first Sunday, a retired pastor in that congregation told me, Steve, you got a problem. This church does not know how to fight. Now, that sounds strange to your ears, but every pastor, I knew exactly what he meant. He didn't have to explain himself and he knew he did not have to explain himself. I have been in churches where church council meetings ended with fistfights in the parking lot. That's a church that does not know how to fight. I've been in God's churches, their church councils get eat. But then when they're over, one group says to the other, where do you want to go to eat? That church knows how to fight. They're not going to put anything ahead of their love for each other. And they trust that love immensely how to have a good Christian fight. Our world is divided on just about everything. They need to see our witness of unity. How we love one another, whether the flowers are silk and the monitors are big. Go check those flowers. Make sure they're real, Phil. They are. I know they are. You know, even if Chris and Craig are dancing in the fellowship hall and leading you down that primrose path to destruction, even if playing cards happens on a Friday night game night, you know who you are, you God-forsaken heretics. I'm sure some of you even let your children and grandchildren read Harry Potter books. Oh, that was huge. Don't laugh. I had so many conversations over those books. It became a huge problem. You see how easy it is, though? We live in a world of judgment, self-righteousness. Of this world. Of the world of God's love. Where we all answer to God and to God alone. I've never said this to a church before, but I'm proud of you. You know how to fight. With a whole lot of love. In your heart. Amen.